0: hello hello and welcome one and all to the sweet film talk this is take 47 and wow we had a blast last uh last recording with chubbs and the episode when the in the take sorry getting still used to take in the take chubbs and shaw kimiko how are you
1: dude we are
0: we are upgraded today baby i'm good
1: i'm feeling good i'm sitting here like the newscasters do, you know how they like wear like a blazer and like a nice shirt, and then they have like shorts and flip flops on underneath when they're taping the news.
0: Yeah, oh, that's me right now. Oh <laughs> yeah, we're doing that right here right now. Uh, so yeah, folks, we are upgrading. We're doing microphones. We are, um, we're doing a little Skype. So this might be something new. Expect a YouTube channel with a million subscribers here soon. I mean, we prom- we promise you guys the best. That's what we've you know we've we've
1: consistently tried to. For the last couple months, we've tried to do that, and that's what I'm going to give you right here. Right now, right here, i got my mic right in front of me. And TC, TC how you doing,
0: dude? How is oh, how's everything I'm great. in the Utah end? I am great. It's been a wonderful summer. The The tail end is here. We're getting into some better movies. August was a little bit, little bit slow, movie-wise. However, for me, it wasn't streaming-wise, which we'll get to. But uh, I'll give us a quick little breakdown of... Um, Today's podcast, we're going to be talking a ton about some news regarding uh, D23, um, some other announcements. Uh, Disney Plus just popped off within the past two days. And we're going to talk about some new Star Wars footage as well. And then God bless Obi-Wan Kenobi. Wow. We, they listened. They, it took them a, it took them a while. But they listened. They did. Thank you, thank you, Lucasfilms. I'm really excited for that. And then uh, we'll get to some theater, non-theater, to kind of wrap up um, this podcast. And then before that, okay, uh, I'm kind of going out of order here. That's okay. But we're going to talk a little bit about a fantasy um, theater movie football that uh, Kamiko and I here at Sweet Film Talk are proposing. So, Keeks, would you like to explain to our audience a little bit about that? To give you guys a little bit of a a preface about this, so we are
1: the Sweet Film Talk. We all know that we are a... We consider ourselves a pretty family-friendly pod, but this is going to be the sheet film talk, as in the movies that are so bad, so crappy, that um, you'll have no choice to just pick the worst, pick the best of the worst. 32 different horrible movies will be randomly assigned to 32 teams in the NFL. You guys will all be able to... Choose one. So up to thirty-two of you will be able to enter and the team slash movie with the most points scored, not games won, not difference between points and against, but the most points scored will win $25 to the movies.
0: Exactly. That's five so, five dollar Tuesday, baby. Oh yeah, you're you're sitting pretty with that twenty-five dollar. And um, like Kamiko said. Terrible movies, you it's just first come, first serve. So, I mean, if you choose, like for example, Catwoman, your team could be the Eagles, it could be the Giants, it could be you know the New Orleans Saints, it could be anybody. Um, and like Miko said, it's points for the most points scored. So, even if your team doesn't win a lot of games, but somehow, some way, that team is just racking up points and then losing by three points, <laughs> <laughs> which will happen. It's the NFL; it's bound to happen. True. Um, I, I'm calling the sleeper of the year. I think the Cleveland Browns are going to be actually a nice little little team there in the AFC North. Um, but just to list off just a couple of movies, for example, we got Batman and Robin, Anaconda, Catwoman. As I mentioned, The Master of Disguise. National Treasure, which is kind of a good, bad movie. I, I like National Treasure. Oh, yeah. Um, Mortal Kombat, Hurricane Heist, The Emoji Movie, The Haunting of oh, Sharon's Hate. Oh, watch that one this week. I'll have some thoughts on that today. Wow. The Last Airbender. And then um, my personal favorite that I haven't really mentioned a lot on this podcast, Tremors with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it. Never seen it.
1: Heard from so many people, I got to see it. So,
0: really? yeah, I might, I might assign that movie to my mom just because she lo- – that's like her guilty pleasure movie. Like, she knows it's awful, but she loves it. So, uh, mom, if you're listening, I think you might just – you might get Tremors. I just might reserve that for her. Mama Leberski, we yeah. love you. Come on the pod, please.
1: Um. So, yeah, anything else you'd like to add to that, Keeks? No, so we will make the – it's just – we're we're a pretty sophisticated group of guys here. It is on it's on it's on a Google sheet. So we'll we'll make it editable, editable, edible, edible, eatable, whatever. Editable. You can edit it, but <laughs> once there is a name in the slot for the movie, it cannot be taken. So it's first come first serve. We will close it off, and at the end of the year, um, end of regular season, we'll let you guys know who wins, and we will get your information to get you the movie stuff. 25
0: bucks it's free yep uh we're you know we're trying just to evolve and just keep our uh our listeners happy and um keep them coming to the suite so wow let's just dive right in so that is the fantasy that is the sheet film talk (laughs) fantasy football uh all right we're excited geez a ton of ton of movie news i don't even know where to start let's start with James Bond 007. What do you think about the title?
1: Gosh, dude.
0: No, I mean, at this point, cool.
1: Carrie Fukunaga is gonna direct. Love, love, True Detective season one, but No Time to Die. It's like it's Daniel Craig's fifth movie, but every other James Bond movie has been good. So the last one was bad, which means this one should be good. Really? You didn't like Spectre? No, it's boring. I don't know. Christoph Waltz has just been in a streak of snoozers since Django Unchained. He needs a new agent. Him and Michael Fassbender both do. Ugh.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, gosh, what was the last movie Christoph Waltz is in besides Spectre? Elito uh, Battle Angel. <laughs> he was. He oh, was. Um, he was the right. Doctor. Okay, and I haven't seen that still. I that's still on my on my movies to watch before the end of the year. Fun watch. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like Michael Fassbender and and Christoph Waltz, like they're great actors, very talented, but they've kind of been. I agree. Oscar winners. Yeah, they've been in some weird. Like I love Christoph Waltz in Django Unchained. He was in, in Unchained. He was my favorite character in that whole movie.
1: Yeah. Michael Fassbender still great actor in some of those early X Men movies. Good actor. I don't know. You know, I don't know what's going on. But what
0: what do you think of what do you think of the title? What do you think? What are your thoughts? Um, no time to die. It's it. I think it's a little long. (laughs) Yeah, keep it it to one word or two word, like Casino Royale. Um, you know, Skyfall, Spectre. You know what I mean? Well, you've Uh, got like Die Another Day, isn't that one? Doctor, Doctor No. Yeah, Die Another Day. I mean, that kind of rolls off the tongue nicely. No time to die. Eh, I'm indifferent. Like, I'll go watch the movie. What do you think about the new character? Uh, about the female being uh double o seven, the new, the new James Bond. What's your thoughts on that?
1: See, I've heard I've heard a bunch of different rumors that, like, she has the monocle of 007, but, like, is not going to be the next James Bond. I don't really know how it's going to work, but I think it's—I mean, I think it's—if it's good, it's good. Like, if they execute it well, I don't care. It's like any other movie. I don't want any sort of movie franchise to fail because they switch things up. Like, Ghostbusters 2016 wasn't bad because the cast was female. It was bad because it was a bad movie. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, if they can do it well, I don't care. I think yeah.
0: it's fine. I I agree, and I really, really think uh, Mission Impossible is starting to get a foot ahead of James Bond. One hundred percent agree. I mean, I mean, it, I I mean, yeah. think about think about these Mission Impossible movies as of late. They they've been killing it. Available now on Amazon Prime and Hulu, I believe. Oh, maybe it is Hulu. Yeah, yeah, one of them. Might be both.
1: Might be both. Yeah, but at least, uh, but yeah, I, I know Fallout at least Amazon was great. Prime.
0: Rogue Nation was, golly, what am I that might be my favorite Mission possible movie. Um, so yeah, I I think James Bond will be fine. That has a big following, so we'll we'll see about that. It's true. It'll make uh, money, uh, but I mean, yeah. To, to other news, where Twitter was just going in a frenzy, and we kind of saw this coming from miles and miles away. I mean, just things don't work out between the two, Sony and Spider Man. This has just been. It's been a five round bout. I mean, geez, Louise Keeks. Can this ever be resolved?
1: So I think I'm in the minority. (laughs) I'm in the minority of people where I don't necessarily think this is a horrible thing. Yes, I agree that Spider-Man will not be in the MCU movies, but personally, I don't think that the MCU Sony Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland have been the best ones. I think the movies where they have only been creatively directed by Sony, i.e. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, the Spider-Man PlayStation game, which was the studio that made Spider-Man PlayStation 4, Insomniac, was just acquired by Sony. So you've got to think that they're thinking, okay, we have creative talent behind this property. We don't need Marvel. We need to listen to the creators who have made these films what they are and these properties as good as they have been. And we need to take a step back. And Sam Raimi had control over the over Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2, really great fun Spider-Man movies. Yeah. The so- second they got horrible was Spider-Man 3, where Sony got their grubby little money grubbing hands all over it and tried to start like a Sinister Six movie. And it didn't work. Just didn't work. And you yeah. can even feel the studio presence
0: in Venom too, which Took away a lot of the intrigue and possibly what could have been a good movie. Yeah, no, I I agree hundred percent. Like the Spider Man and Spider Man One and Two, Tom McGuire, God bless his soul. I mean, those are just fun, good movies. Spider Man Two will forever be my top five favorite movies. I mean, sure, it's not, it's not incredible, but it's just something that I love and I think it's a well done superhero movie. Uh, now a lot of a lot of people forget that. I mean. Um, Marvel Studios saved themselves from bankruptcy. They sold the rights to Spider-Man, mm-hmm. um, to Sony back in I think 1998, 99 for just seven million dollars. Yep. Oh so, yeah. I mean, you could kind of say they dug their own grave, but they had to do this deal to save themselves from bankruptcy. I mean, in, in the long run, it's worked out. But True. dude, Spider-Man verse, me, uh, Spider-Man verse, Spider-Verse was an absolute ride. i mean that was so fun i think they should really focus on the spider-verse series um the animation was awesome i mean i was seriously considering between infinity war and spider-verse which one should go in my number one spot last year and no. i infinity war just edged out just barely just because i thought that was just a well done uh film as we've talked about before but of i'm kind of on the side of sony tbh yeah, I, I, I I don't think that
1: Spider-Man makes the Avengers what they can be. The Avengers are what they are because we like the characters. If they can give us good, fun characters that are, you know, you've got the Eternals coming up. You've got Black Panther. They'll introduce more characters. We've got—it'll it, be fine. Spider-Man can be replaced. And it's not to say that this is over. We might get more Sp- Spider-Man— Just not anything soon. And I think Sony knew this was going to happen because the cast of Spider-Verse, this is my prediction, is eventually in a few movies, we are going to have at least Miles Morales from Spider-Verse go into the real world and we'll see Shameik Moore as a live-action Spider-Man as Miles together with Tom Holland on the big screen.
0: Ooh, that's a hot take. You guys heard it here first.
1: Screen grab that. We already (laughs) predicted. we, We predicted Endgame. We should have predicted the Kit Harington stuff. Gosh, dang it.
0: Oh, you were close. You were in the ballpark. True. I know. You I were in the ballpark. Else, which right. we'll get to. But uh, you know, asking for 50% Disney, which which originally was 5%. And I mean 5%, 5% is not a lot, but the the gross that Spider-Man gets is, you know, adds up.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, this move, this most recent movie just made a billion dollars. Yeah. You think about it, 5% of a billion dollars, $50 million dollars. They could have upped it to I don't know fifteen yeah. percent. that's still fine.
0: So that's another thing too. Is hopefully free. they can settle on something because I actually enjoyed Far From Home. I thought it was a l- better than Homecoming, and I kind of see the vision where they're going. And Tom Holland is a really good Spider-Man. Yeah, there's some there's some aspects to Far From Home and Homecoming of the cast I didn't really like and didn't care for. I thought Flash Thompson was horribly casted. Hot take. I don't like him. I think you should, you know, be a jock. Ned, Ned was fine, and uh, MJ grew on me more. So, True. Home. but uh, gosh, we'll see. I will see. I, I just am on Team Sony because hopefully they can figure it out, and hopefully yep. Disney can, they can reach an agreement because I think they're fun films, and I think they're going in the right direction with um, the possible Sinister Six with with the villains they have set up. Please, so. Please, please, please. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's
1: great, dude. And, I mean, with D23 that just happened, like, as we were getting ready for this pod, I'm like, okay, like, we had a good week of trailers. I mean, frick, side note, Matrix 4, Keanu's back for it. Everyone's back in it. That's going to be
0: probably not great. (laughs) Probably (laughs) just a pretty all right movie. Yeah, I I mean, they didn't even really need to make Matrix Reloaded or Revolutions, but, I mean, the first Matrix, phenomenal. I'd love it, but I thought Matrix Reloaded was okay. Revolutions was, you know, it, was it was pretty forgettable. Yep, not but, uh Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, apparently, uh, the what, is it the Wachowski brothers? The
1: Wachowski siblings, siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lana there's... Wachowski is going to write it.
0: Yeah. So I mean, so... we'll see. I'm just yeah back
1: to the bait. They got to go back to the basics. Go back to what made the first one interesting. Don't try and bring in this whole different side group of people and different side stories. Just just go back with what the first movie did and just build off of that. That's fine. We don't yep. need a dude sitting in a room with TVs giving us exposition dialogue for 20 minutes. It's fine. Yep. Get rid of it.
0: Um and I think we'll be okay. Yep. So Kit Harrington as a Black Knight, is he now is he now a typecasted type character? See, and I've I've kind of gotten this
1: this vibe about him where he's a great I don't want to say he's like Brad Pitt, but he's in the sense where like Brad Pitt can carry his own movies, so not so much. But yes, I think he is. I think he can do a specific thing very well, but I don't think he can I don't think Kit Harrington is capable of carrying a whole franchise, especially a Marvel franchise on
0: his own. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it seems like the Black Knight is kind of more of a side character. He wasn't uh, among the cast uh, of the Eternals. I'm not, I'm not really well aware of the Black Knight,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I, I enjoy the memes of Rob Stark, his brother, being like, next time I'll see you, you'll be in all black. And Rob Stark, the, the actor in Game of Thrones, is also in the Eternals. <laughs> Richard Madden. <laughs> I know. So they're For back. Me, um, what goes around comes around. But, uh yeah, you know, I think I think Harrison will be fine, and uh, you know, there was some news about him entering like a therapy rehab place after Game of Thrones yeah, ended. so you know hopefully he's doing well, and this will kind of get him back on his feet.
1: No, I I agree there's not much more that I know about him, so I wish we'll get more we'll get more information as time goes on. but yeah, it's interesting. I thought he was going to be Wolverine, little
0: bummed, because I think he would be a great Wolverine i agree and you predicted that but geez back in january and i was all for that and we didn't even i didn't even know who game of thrones or john snow i know was.
1: <laughs> i went back and listened to it i was like oh my gosh yeah we didn't i didn't even know who Jon snow really
0: was but you're like yeah it's yeah he, yeah he's from game of thrones Jon snow i was like oh like i, re- I re- listened to, it. i was like yeah i don't even know who that is so and we finally finished game of thrones we have yeah. a whole podcast we're always growing it. um so what are you most excited for
1: oh my gosh from d23 there's just so much stuff but i gotta i gotta give it and you you're probably gonna say this actually i don't know if you're gonna say the same sith ray rise of skywalker new footage just y- y- we got our sweet we got our little sweetheart we got our sweet ray and then do you think do you think she's really going bad like do you think that's something that
0: they're gonna do with this movie if my girl goes bad, I will go bad for her. So, you know, whatever Ooh. she does, I will go and do. <laughs> Ooh, I'd um, love to see that, you know, dude. Get a little change-up. Yeah, you know. I I think it would be kind of cool. I th- here's, here's the deal with Star Wars. They're very misleading. Yes. So, I mean, remember the last Jedi trailer when Kylo Ren was like, take my hand? And it was like a different cut. And yes. like obviously Ray, de- and Ray doesn't take his hand, like because it shows like Ray reaching out. Oh, yeah. I, I think this trailer is also misleading in Star Wars. They they do that really well. There's kind ton of like spoilers and a ton of what the moments. So hopefully this is kind of like a what the moment. Maybe it's a vision. Maybe it is true. Uh, Daisy Ridley apparently said in an interview, she's like, when there's uh, smoke, there's a fire. So yeah, it's it, you never know. So she didn't really. Go out and say that yes, she's going to the dark side, which she won't. But no. uh, I'm, f- I just don't know what Rise of Skywalker, what what is going to be like. I don't know what the story is going to be like. I mean, as, as we talked about, but I'm for it. I would, I don't care. Like, give do me Ray. Just they dual, should do it. Dual lightsabers. I'm in.
1: At this point. At this point, Disney, you're not hiding anything. Like the whole Wizard of Oz, don't look at the man behind the mirror, don't look at the man behind the curtain. Like we we know what's going on. We know that like you don't really have a plan for this. So just go out, go balls to the wall, and just do something fun. At this point, there are already so many poopy pants fans who are complaining about what you did with the Last Jedi, that who cares? I mean, you have so many big fans. You have so many people like me. Is I wish there was something new Star Wars every day that I could watch. Yeah. So just make her bad. Just make her evil. Make it fun.
0: Yeah. Make it I different. agree. I think that'd be kind of cool. I mean, I was I was so anti that back in Last Jedi, but now I'm just on board. The, I don't okay. know. And, and if it does happen, I'm gonna be a little chap because they revealed it in the trailer. I mean, what a cool moment that would be in the theaters to see her with the double sided lightsabers and the in the dark robes. And the red lights, You know what I mean? Like, holy. But it's just a lot of damage control from the last movie, which isn't, I mean, like, they do
1: a lot of cool things in the last movie. And they set up a lot of things. But because of all the backlash, they're kind of having to retro. What is it called? What is it called? Retro. Oh, gosh. Retcon. They're trying to retcon everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm still hyped, though. However it ends up working, it's going to be awesome. Their opening night. Yeah, what what, what uh, else?
0: What else to you
1: has kind of called your attention with uh, all the I mean, announcements at D twenty three.
0: We'll stay on the we'll stay on the Star Wars subject. The Mandalorian looks cool. Oh, it did, dude. Uh, when he, <laughs> what was your favorite part of the trailer? Gosh, probably when that uh towards the end when the old guy's like, it's not easy being a bounty hunter or, or something like that. Something like that, and he just he just walks out. He's like, you can just see it on the Mandalorian's face. Like, yeah, I know. You know what I mean? And yeah. I liked uh, um geez, what is it? When when Han Solo gets uh frozen, what is it? Oh carbonite. carbonite, yeah, the carbonite. Yeah, yeah, it shows it shows like just rows of carbonite, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was sick. Um so yeah, you know, I think that would be fun. And I'm glad they're releasing it week after week after week, unlike Netflix, which I don't mind, where they just release all their episodes just over one weekend. Yeah, and it, it kinda it kinda more... kinda gives you something to look forward to mm-hmm. during the week, you know.
1: Yes. And the thing that the thing that I love with the trailer, and I hope that they do this, is I hope he never takes his mask off.
0: Yes. Agreed. Like I would love to just have his voice just be like
1: the they'll, they'll modify it in, you know, and in, in post production and give him just a sweet voice like you hear from Django Fett or Boba Fett. Yeah. and that's all you don't ever see their fate his face
0: yeah no I, I i'm all for that and apparently and it's pedro pascal who's the mandalorian mm-hmm. and gus fring aka Giancarlo uh, esposito he's also in it i had a little clip of him and yeah. i'm just gonna veer veer off real quick from star wars and talk about el camino the yes bad movie dude skinny pete <laughs> i love seeing skinny pete again um now, here's the thing. Do we need this movie? We don't. Am I going to watch it? Absolutely. Will it be good? I hope so, because Vince Gilligan, the writer... I think it will. I think it will. He's directing it as well. So, I mean, this has been kind of his universe with Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad, and now this film. And it's, it's going to be on Netflix. I think it'll do well, and I think it'll be well-received.
1: Yes. I am I'm super excited for it. It comes out in like 2 months. Like it's already out basically. So, October 9th or 11th, I believe is when yeah. it comes out. And Aaron
0: Paul is just the perfect Jesse Pinkman. Like I couldn't envision Dude, seeing He's won anything. Emmy's for it. It's awesome. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. So, I think it'll be well done. Um back to Star Wars because yeah. I uh, we have been talking about this for geez, years and years when they started releasing <laughs> these Star Wars films. True. Kenobi, what do you think about it being like an eight to seven episode series opposed to a movie? I I just want to see. I don't really know what I want
1: to. I don't want to see any Darth Maul because Rebels already shows what happens. I I don't need any Darth Maul. I just want to see him like on the run and being, and having to show more of his mental Jedi abilities instead of like his physical prowess. I think that'd be so cool if he's just like a witty Jedi that uses his um, you know, like the force manipulation and like where he influences people using his mind. I think it'd be cool to see a savvy Kenobi and not so much a physical one.
0: Yeah. My, my prediction is I think the Mandalorian uh, and Kenobi are going to cross paths because <laughs> the, the Kenobi is supposed to take place I think 10 to 15 years after the events of Revenge of the Sith. And then you have the Mandalorian coming out this fall. So I think that's a good setup for Kenobi which is supposed to be released in 2020 or 2021, are you are you, do you know about the date? They start filming next year, so I would
1: assume that it's going to go into post production and probably come out end of next year. I assume because that's about what happened with The Mandalorian. They got finished filming this year and it's coming out in November. So I would assume it's probably next November is when it'll come out.
0: Yeah, no, I I uh, I'm all for that. So. That'd be great. I give it, give it like, give it a nice fall release. Kind of give the Star Wars movies a break and let this kind of take place of the Star Wars yeah. movie in the Man, in it'd the be winter. Perfect, perfect timing. So I think I think you'll cross class with the Mandalorian. Heard it here first from the from the sweet SFT. And yeah, I'm just really excited for Kenobi and Ewan McGregor. Dude. The perfect Obi Wan, besides um, you know, the the OG Ben Kenobi.
1: I just had I just had this thought where. In the last or or in the last or last two episodes of The Mandalorian, Ewan McGregor will make an appearance and he will be Obi-Wan Kenobi. Whether Stop. it's the last scene in The Mandalorian to get ready for season two, he's gonna be in it. I I almost guarantee it. This is a ninety-nine percent prediction
0: right here. Wow, I I can see that. Yeah, I'm in. Count me count me in, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. And as a side
1: note, Cassian Andor gets his own TV show. Uh, <laughs> because we don't okay yeah so that's i think any comments about Cassian Andor. i mean
0: i guess he was in rogue one <laughs> i'm more interested I in mean, seeing geez, give me some can, k2so yeah get, it's out i was just about to say that give me that <laughs> i i don't care i i oh gosh yeah it i mean i, I like um yeah. what's his name well who's the actor's name
1: um, oh, gosh. I, I don't,
0: <laughs> I don't yeah, remember. Diego, Diego Luna. Diego Luna. Yeah, Diego yeah, yeah. Luna. No, he, was, he was great in Narcos Mexico, and I thought he was fine in Rogue One. But it's just like, really? Do, do people really care about that character? I don't. That's what I thought, too. I mean, Rogue One is
1: fine as a movie, but there's so many freaking characters that you could pick almost any one of them. And I think I said this is like they probably tried to call Donnie Yen. And he's like, oh, like I'm busy. And they tried to call um, uh, the dude that played Han Solo. And he's like, oh, I've got other projects. And then they called Diego Luna. He's like, oh, my gosh, I'm not working anything. G- Please, yes, I-, I need money. I need something to do. Please have me in. Yeah. And that's fine. That's fine. That's just that's just my opinion. He was not the first choice.
0: Yeah, I can kind of see that. So Cassian Andor, here we go. <laughs> Will I watch it? Jeez. Next. If I'm that <laughs> bored, it's Star Wars. Count me in, I guess. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Um. Anything else regarding some feature films release? We got a uh, Soul, some two new animated movies, and Raya the La- and Raya and the Last Dragon.
1: Yeah. Um. There's not a lot about Raya or Raya, however you'd pronounce it. It's gonna be influenced by Southeastern Asian culture, so that's kind of cool. I mean, I, I like I like getting these new ideas. So yeah, let's do it. I mean, Moana's great. Tangled's great. All this whole. Disney new age films, Big Hero Six—they're all so good.
0: So yeah, I have no
1: doubt that it'll also be good.
0: Yeah, give me some new original movies, animated, live action, whatever it is. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. come on! In ten years, we're totally going to get a Frozen live action remake. I'm just preparing myself. Gosh, yeah,
1: that I'll 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 add in I'll add in on that bet. Ten years. Um, Soul. What do you what? Like, we got a little bit of a synopsis. A jazz musician is, as a human, is transported back to the, I think it's like, I don't remember, I don't remember what the, it's like the pre-life or something like that, where you learn about what you're supposed to do on Earth, and how you'll be as a person, oh, okay. so he has to maneuver going back to that life, and figure out what he should do as he um, goes on a journey to go back to his real human life, mm. and... Cool cast. You've got like Questlove is gonna be in there. You've got some other R&B artists that are gonna be lending their voices, so it's gonna have a jazz take to
0: it. I think. I think that has I think that kind of seems like a good little story. Yeah. yeah maybe a, a good feel-good movie. I think we need more of those. Um, a good kid. I mean, you could probably take like your parents. You know what I mean. So I, I'm for that. That sounds like a nice little little story. Count me in.
1: I agree. Yeah, and then we've got Onward. Dude, that movie comes out in March of next year, another Pixar movie. Yeah, with which, Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Yeah. I I I'll go with it. I Pixar, all of these Disney animated movies, they they have yet to steer me and prove me wrong, unless you're named the good dinosaur
0: or, or Wally. Have- I good I d- just man, what or- I what I'm done with my IMDb placing my 250 list, Wally will be bottom 10 last just just say the right here, right now. I don't care for Wally.
1: Get ready for many DMs <laughs> coming from me and other people.
0: Um, so that's and right, everyone's, got... okay,
1: everyone's entitled everyone's entitled their opinion.
0: Yep, yep. Um, and then we got some new Marvel show- shows. She She Hulk, Miss Marvel, uh, Moon Knight, uh, obviously Captain Falcon, and <laughs> Captain
1: Falcon. <laughs> is he gonna pull a Falcon punch? Is, is... Uh, you know,
0: I hope so. I would watch that. The Falcon, <laughs> <I'm> true. Sorry, <laughs> F zero. That'd hey, be sick though. Hey, an F zero T show. Just make the Fox. Just make a Super Smash Brothers. Come on, do it. Do yeah. what you count. Buy like, Nintendo. Um, you know these new Marvel shows, golly, they just they don't interest me as much as like Daredevil or the Punisher or even Jessica Jones on Netflix.
1: It's it's true. You're gonna get Marvel movies into tv shows it's gonna be the exact same that we've talked about is they're fine it's like what Chubb said on the last episode it, they're fine but it's just so much of the same that's like can we can we get something new so hopefully with miss marvel being the first i think middle eastern and possibly muslim superhero on screen that's cool she hulk is a cool character moon knight um, shouts out to my boy Jason Kenny. He loves Moon Knight, owns all their comics. So, oh wow! Cool. If you're listening, dude, I see you. I see you getting a little, you know, getting the recognition that you deserve with this Moon Knight show. Um, but if you could guess a casting for either of three these three characters, who would you want? I know it's kind of on the spot.
0: Uh, this is on the cast? spot, man. I have no idea. Cast me, golly.
1: <laughs> she Hulk.
0: <laughs> um, jeez, I don't know. Who
1: do you think? Who are you feeling? I don't know. I mean, I know that Ronda Rousey has been in some movies, so like her being She-Hulk, maybe. But like, it'd also be cool to get an African American
0: actress as She-Hulk. I don't know why, but I think that'd be. I think that that would work kind of well. That's what I was thinking. Uh, Either or, Miss Marvel. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Moon Knight. Who knows? I mean, what's what's interesting is that these these TV shows. I mean, they're getting the same actors that play the movies for these shows, like Jeremy Renner. Um, yeah, Sebastian Stan, all those type of, you know, actors and actresses. So, um, you know, I'm indifferent towards these Marvel shows. I probably will tune into a few, but, uh, you know, just give me more, just inject in my veins some more Johnny B and the Punisher and and Charlie Cox of the Daredevil series. I even even Jessica Jones, I thought was really well done. Load, load it up. If they're good, they're good. It's like we've said, if they're good, they're good. I don't have yep. any problem with it. Yep, but I'm really, really looking forward to The Mandalorian and Kenobi, and and Disney Plus is going to kill it. I mean, I'm excited, so I'm definitely going to tune in, and speaking of which, before we get to our streaming theater, I could not believe The Lady of the Tramp live action. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like I they mean, started – oh, gosh. They, they're like, yeah, we're scrapping this, and we're just going right to Disney Plus. Wow. I was just
1: going to say the exact same thing. They're like, we'll shelve it <laughs> before they even got rid of it completely.
0: Like if, it's, if, it's one, if it's one Disney movie, animated movie, you do not need to remake, it is Lady and the Tramp. I mean, golly. I mean, the only person I would ever watch this movie with is with my dog, and she would check out after five <laughs> minutes.
1: <laughs> She's not even – oh, man. I – I don't care. I don't care. I, I won't watch it. I have no desire to watch this at all. Yeah. Yeah. But I will. Yeah, I you know. That's what we it. do.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Well, anything else? No. That's, dude, this
1: week was just an absolute barrage of movie news, which were good movie news. It
0: was just a, so much. Yeah. So much. But it was Disney awesome. Plus, my gosh. Disney Plus just popped off. Really exciting. And I'm excited for that streaming service. Yeah, so no, I'm count, too. Count me in. Um, well, I yeah. I didn't see any theater movies. I had I watched a ton of streaming movies. That I'm excited to talk about uh, very quickly and kind of give a quick little summary review on each of these movies that I saw. But Keeks, did you see any theater movies, dude? I saw three theater movies. So
1: I'm gonna start. We're gonna start from best to worst that I saw. So starting off, I saw Ready or Not who that stars Samara Weaving and Adrian Brody amongst other people. And Samara Weaving is a bride who gets married into a gaming family. And the night of her wedding, she's forced to play a game, which is hide and seek. But there's a twist where they're supposed to kill her before dawn. And it's Mm. a blast. Fun movie, Samara Weaving. Hugo Weaving's daughter, little nepotism. But that's okay because she's good. Um is, is The Bride, and she does a great job. Oh my gosh, she's awesome in it. And the whole movie for the first two acts is really fun. The third act gets a little sloppy and could have wrapped up a little sooner. So overall, I give the movie a B. Yep. I You should go see it, though. It's sweet. I give it a sweet grading. After that, I went and saw Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which follows a group of kids based on the adaptation of the book, Scary stories to tell in the dark. And they go to this house, find this creepy book. And inside the book, there are a bunch of stories being written that are killing off their friends and family members. So they have to figure out how to stop that from happening, basically. And I wish I could say something better about this. It's not horrible. The movie's not horrible. It's well-directed. Um, Guillermo del Toro had a lot to say about like the creature design, so that looks really good. But overall it, it's kind of the last acts kind of boring the kid actors are fine it's fine it's a b minus there's nothing that like brings it to a mediocre level but there's nothing that pushes it to it's good and above that level so b minus still sweet and i'm saving the piètre de resistance right here for <laughs> <sighs> uh. Me and Becky we were just born last Friday and we wanted to do something. We saw 47 meters down uncaged. And this wow. movie is an F in quality. It's horrible. It's There's so much... <laughs> so they're underwater trying to escape from these blind Mexican cave sharks. And you can hear them clearly communicate in English to each other, but there's nothing that indicates that they had anything to communicate Or anything to use to hear each other. Because their masks only cover their faces and their ears are in the water. So there's just, there's so much that doesn't make sense. And a fish screams, which was super weird. But I had a blast. I had so much fun watching this movie. I got home. I told Becky, I'm like, this movie was horrible. But it couldn't stop being entertained the whole time.
0: So... So definitely kind of in the the room just kind of like a hilariosity so bad it's good
1: yes 100 percent. i would say i would even say go see it before you see scary stories to tell in the dark Like, don't expect anything good but like it's horrible dialogue is
0: horrible it's all horrible but like
1: it was kind of fun i
0: fell yeah. for it i did yeah it's, it's, it seems like a movie you could just take with a bunch of friends or even a day and just be oh, like this is gonna gosh. be so bad but we're gonna have a good time
1: that's one hundred percent what it is. So go see it if you're like bored and five dollar Tuesday. Go see it. It's not. It's it's horrible, but it's fun. That's amazing. Why not? All right, dude. Let's let's hear about that streaming. Now that we've got. Oh
0: my- man. All right, I got. Let's see one. Two. Jeez, is that ten? All right. Gosh. All right, let's yeah, get you, that gauntlet, you, boy. You got all the snaps in the morning. <laughs> I know. All right right from the get go Shawshank Redemption ooh now these are a lot of movies so I, a lot of movies on here are IMDb 250 i've been try- I, I have like 170 left roughly and mm-hmm. uh, my goal is to get to 140 by the end of the year so i've watched my tv for the year i man i've pumped out a ton of episodes sopranos game of thrones chernobyl true detective Oof. so it's time to take a little break and focus on some good streaming movies. We're due. So, uh, Shawshank Redemption was great. Uh, of course, I've never seen it from start to finish. I've seen the quotes. I've seen some scenes. Uh, this is critically acclaimed to be the best movie overall, like, ever, with it being number one IMDb, which I would definitely put in the top ten. Number one, I mm, – but definitely top ten. There's one scene I had a problem with. I, you've seen it, right, Keeks? Yeah. Um, this is the only issue I really had. I thought the runtime, the acting, the story was phenomenal. Uh, spoiler. When the warden kills himself, I thought it would have been better if he went to jail. Okay. I thought, I thought that was, I thought it was a little sudden and out of character for him just to be like, pop, I'm dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like right near the end, isn't it? Yeah. It is like right near the end. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, that was the only scene I was just like, really? So everything, everything else, A plus. Uh, loved it. Just great acting. Uh, it's 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 a love story between two heterosexual men. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw somebody say that, so I was like, yeah, I agree. A plus. Shawshank Redemption. Next, Akira. Your what are your faves? Uh, liked this movie. It was a great anime for the time of it being released in 1988. Uh, phenomenal visuals. Uh, great story. I'm gonna give it a B plus. Um, okay, yeah, so give it sweet. Uh, next up after that is Shutter Island. Oh, that's right, but
1: dude, I think I saw this in theaters with Nathan Simpson <laughs>
0: this with Sweet Slimps. So
1: that was a long time ago. Was a yeah, long, you know, I thought
0: time. it was good. It's not Martin Scorsese's strongest movie, Ooh. um in my opinion. It's still a great movie. I'm going to give it an A minus. I thought the acting from Leo was great. Uh, the story was good. And I had suspicions, a little bit spoiler, that he, he, was a, he was a patient there. And I always thought this movie was like a horror, like, you know, very intense type scary movie. But it's really not. There's only a couple of scenes that are somewhat intense, you know. Yeah. No, so, it's more of a thriller, definitely. Yeah. I liked it, though. Really good movie. Um, Next one. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Watch this in psychology in 12th grade. You know, what you think? I thought it was it was good. Uh, I, I wouldn't say, gosh, it's rated number 16 on IMDB, looks like. Yeah, but but I Jack, know it's like top 20. Yeah, Jack Nicholson as um, McMurphy. I mean, he is so good. Like, he just kills it. He kind of looks like Johnny Knoxville in this movie.
1: <laughs> Just expecting out of nowhere Steve-O to fly in with with oh no clothes gosh. on and smack him with a bat.
0: Yeah, but there or are some Wee man scenes even. when they escape and he takes all the patients out on the boat. Um, right. So in my opinion, I wouldn't put it like at number 16 on IMDB or number 17, where it's at. But it was a great movie. I mean, Jack Nicholson stole the show. I mean, he just he killed it in his performance. So uh some pretty funny scenes. So I'm gonna give that a B plus. Okay. Uh Gladiator next. Ooh, you'd never seen Gladiator? Never seen it from start to finish. Oh my gosh. Okay. What a what a great film. I'm gonna give this an A plus. Uh, it did beat out Lord of the Rings for Best Picture, but we all know Return of the King just made up for all the the justice yeah let's be real but uh you know Walking Phoenix killed it so did Russell Crowe. I really enjoyed like this always movie. I would watch it again I would recommend it to anybody um yeah that's all I can say really about it that was awesome a plus mm-hmm. next one almost there only God forgives <laughs> oh gosh and you you haven't seen this have you
1: no this is the follow-up to Nicholas winding Reffins drive came out a couple years after Drive did, and it was was so much hype behind this because Ryan Gosling and Winding Refn were both back after Drive. Everyone thought it was going to be an automatic out-of-the-park home run. And, well,
0: tell us what you thought of it. Give us us an idea. It was just a little pretentious, and, I mean, some of the shots and visuals were extraordinary, Mm -hmm. but, I mean, some of the dialogue just didn't land. I mean, Ryan Gosling's mom... It has a lot of symbolism, okay? I mean, even in the title, Only God Forgives. And there's this officer who is essentially God. I mean, he does a lot of justice and mercy. It's on Netflix. It's only an hour and a half. It's a very interesting watch. Uh, You can definitely kind of see how the director of Drive took some shots and transferred over to Only God Forgives. But Ryan Gosling does fine. He kind of plays the same character almost and yeah in this i mean there's all i mean there's almost might be even theories that he is driver that just moves I, to i've Thailand. heard that yeah i yeah. could kind of see that but uh the mom there's theories that the mom is just evil and that she is the devil essentially oh. um i watched chris Stuckman's breakdown video of it and i thought he did a great job explaining it i think the mom is the devil And there's just some weird dialogue with a mom. She like talks about the size of her other sons. Uh huh. And I'm like, okay, sounds like incest. It just was like, uh, what? So I'm gonna give Only God Forgives a C minus. Dang. Just because I thought it was, I'm giving a C minus because one, I did like how the story was different. I've never seen a movie like this. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought some of the shots were cool, but it was just. That, it was just very strange and some of the dialogue was weird and um, some of the pacing kind of flip-flopped here and there. So go see it, everybody. It's on Netflix. It's an hour and a half long.
1: <laughs> that being said, go see it. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> get your yeah. own opinion.
1: No, so. I like that. I think that kind of goes into the realm of cinema where it just breaks a lot of norms that normal movies have. And that yeah. can be jarring for some people, and some people really like it. Like I know people that
0: really love Only God Forgives. So, yeah, go form your own opinion. Yeah, you know, yeah. Some people think it's a masterpiece. I, however, do not. But like Gosh. I think Drive is a masterpiece. I love Drive. That's one agree. of my favorite films of all time. But same. Um, next one, Leon the Professional. Oh, that's right, Luc beson <laughs> Uh, this is Natalie Portman when she was, geez, like fourteen years old. She did a great job. Natalie Portman. Oh, was I I know great she's great. in it? She's a okay. good actor and the guy that plays Leon does a good job. I'm gonna give this movie an A minus. I thought the action was really cool. It was just a little weird with the relationship that Leon had with Natalie Portman. They kind of like loved each other. Okay. I mean, and they're like 40 years apart. She's not even legal. But they never like did anything which was good. Like she wanted to do something, but he was like, no. It was just a little like weird. I would have preferred a more daddy daughter type scenario. Um, because quick summary like her family gets killed in a drug deal gone wrong and leon's a hitman and he lives just down the hall so it it was like it's like one of the first hitman movies that kind of was big you know got it so it was was good a minus uh next one indiana jones the last crusade i can't believe you've
1: never seen this one my My favorite
0: i i think it's phenomenal i mean i've seen the ending with the grill when he chooses the wrong grill and just goes to stone <laughs> yeah but i haven't i i saw a little bit of the tank scene but i haven't seen it from start to finish and i thought sean connery was uh harrison ford sean connery's chemistry was really fun good action yeah. movie especially taking place what in the 80s early 80s the the movie when did it, when did the, when was the movie made mid-80s the movie about? oh the movie
1: came out in the 80s but it still takes place 40s like in the or 50s 40s. Yeah. yeah
0: okay, okay um yeah i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it an a oh
1: i dude it's so much fun that's that's the thing about last crusade and all those indiana jones the first three indiana jones is that they're all they're really fun
0: they're just yeah fun good action adventure movies It, it was released in 1989 okay yeah uh two more saving private ryan that might be on my list too Uh, I've seen. I I mean, I've seen the beginning with the storming beaches of Normandy, but I haven't seen it start to finish. Tom Hanks does a phenomenal job. The action is incredible. I mean, it really just depicts, you know, some war, the war scenes and how war was really like. And um, geez, this is just a great movie. And the third act is just such a ride. A plus, a plus for sure. I mean, this is a movie that. When I have kids, there's a slate of movies that I'm going to be like, you're sitting down, you're watching this. Same Private Ryan. I don't care if my kid's 10 or eight, like, you're watching this. It is an absolute travesty and
1: shame that, what was it, that Shakespeare, Shakespeare in Love? Shakespeare in Love. For best film of 1998, 99? Uh, 1998, a, yeah. Absolute travesty. All I can say, because this I, I agree with you. I'll put my input in. It's an A plus. I mean, it's it's the bar is set for a perfect war movie at Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know if there's anything else. I mean, we haven't seen a lot of classics like Apocalypse Now. Um, I've never seen Platoon, but I mean.
0: It, it just seems to me that that's what it is. Yeah, those are definitely on my next up to watch. My dad actually just went and watched like the anniversary for Apocalypse. Apocalypse Now. It was like a three and a half hour movie Jeez. in theaters. He said he loved it. So yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Keek. Saving Private Ryan was phenomenal. Uh, and then next up mm-hmm. is the movie Snatch. Kind of a terrible title name now, but, <laughs> <laughs> but this a is probably... problematic. But it's all right. It's it's yeah. a movie. This movie was. Absolutely hilarious! Um, it kind of felt like a Pulp Fiction Fight Club movie. Okay, uh, but you got Jason Statham in it. Um, you have Brad Pitt, yeah. and apparently, and Benicio del Toro's in it, and Guy Ritchie directs it. It's kind okay. of a it's a British film. It's on Netflix, an hour and forty five minutes long. Really funny, good movie, good story. The editing in it was phenomenal. I loved um, the soundtrack in it, and interesting enough is it came out in 2000 sweet little movie morsel is Brad Pitt was in fight club just a year before 1999 and he really wanted to be in a Guy Ritchie film and Guy Ritchie wanted to cast him kind of as um, a fighter type which is his role and he was really concerned because he just got done with fight club because he's a fighter in fight club you know what I mean Mm -hmm. a lot of boxing takes place Uh, but he rolled with it and you know he does a great job I'm gonna give snatch an A loved the movie Ooh. really fun uh again on netflix watch it if you're bored um yeah that's all i can say about it dude so another fun fact is brad pitt's
1: um accent to the studio was so bad that they wanted to add subtitles to when he spoke but guy Ritchie was like no we're keeping it how it is he's gonna talk how he is and it's just gonna add that much more to the movie
0: oh so. okay Yes, that sweet movie morsel i remember reading right. that you know, just add a little bit more to it love um that, is that it yeah. was that all those, those
1: were all that you watched
0: uh, um yeah and that and I, and again i watched that movie with subtitles so <laughs> perfect didn't matter i i'm a subtitle guy too love yeah. subtitles so yeah it was a it was a slate of movies so i'm uh on the next step to watch i'll just get to this and keeks would love to hear what you watched okay um i want to watch silence of the lambs that's next
1: oh, one of my favorites
0: a uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin.
1: Also one of my favorites.
0: Uh, I'm going to watch The Sting and then Scarface. So right now I'm kind of going through the S's of IMDb Top 250. And then I'm going to throw in like some good comedies like 40-Year-Old Virgin, some other things that I haven't seen that are not in IMDb, IMDb 250. Just to kind of mix it up.
1: Yeah, you got to do that. I I, love, I just watched Forty Year 40-Year-Old Virgin like last month. It's one of my absolute fa- it's probably my favorite comedy. I love it so much. Oh I it's, I'm a- it's so funny, dude. The bit with George Michael, you you'll love it. It's it's so funny. Oh I'm that's excited. all I'll
0: say. I'm excited. I'm ready. Okay.
1: All right, you ready for mine? Yes. Then we'll give yeah, us we'll, a we'll we'll top five streaming after. Thanks for bearing with me. All right, let's do this. Okay. So we already talked about saving private Ryan. I also give it an A plus. Then we watched Rosemary's Baby, um, the director who directed this. I'm not going to say because he's very problematic. But the movie is excellent. Probably one of my favorite horrors. It's from 1969. Ages extremely well. You can watch it on Amazon Prime. I give it an A. It's an A. It's amazing. Oh. After that, I watched Inglorious Bastards for the first time. Uh, oh. Quentin Tarantino, one of his best films, arguably, by many people. I loved it. Um, I, can't, I don't really have any
0: qualms with it. I give it an A as well. It was an absolute blast. Yeah, I love Inglorious Bash. Watched that for the first time about over a year ago. Really mm-hmm. good film. Great. Um,
1: also, I watched The Favorite. The Favorite was good. It was entertaining. Not Everyone's Cup of Tea, very well directed. Yorgos Lanthimos, who's done The Lobster and Killing of a Sacred Deer, which are interesting movies as well. And I give this one a B. It's sweet. I, I had a good time with it. The plot is really interesting, and it's on HBO. So if you guys want to check it out, check it out. And to, to cap it off, because I, I didn't really watch too many streaming, is The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Stop. Oh, Stop. it came out this year, and Hillary Duff stars as Sharon Tate. No, I did not know that. It is disgusting it is an absolute exploitation of the life of sharon tate done with such horrible taste Yikes. she uh, hillary duff and it's just i feel so bad because hillary duff gives way more than she should to this role um it's basically sharon tate had premonitions of the manson family before the manson before the mansons come to her house and it's basically her trying to like, can you change your destiny kind of dialogue? And it's horrible. And it's so bad. It's an hour and a half long. It's an absolute F. It's it's just, it doesn't even deserve a grade. It doesn't deserve anyone's time. It didn't deserve money. But mm. it does give me hope that as a screenwriter, hopefully a screenwriter someday, if I wanted to, um, I can get a movie made. Because this was horrible. Absolutely horrible. Jeez. And, ugh. Done in such poor taste. So it's an F, from me. Wow, oh, um, I, I hope I hope you get that movie for the fantasy football. I really do. I did. <laughs> no, I might just go grab it right now, <laughs> um, or someone should go grab it. Uh, now I want to see your top five
0: for for streaming before oh, we go. Okay, let me give this to you real quick. Just give right me... off,
1: just right off the head.
0: Right off. Okay. Uh, any particular order? Okay. Or five give through you... one. Five through one. Okay. Perfect. Let's go. Uh, For the year, here we go. Let's go number five, right out of the gate, Snatch. Okay. Uh, Number four, Indiana Jones, Last Crusade. Dang. Number number three, Gladiator. Okay. Number two, Shawshank Redemption. Number one, Saving Private Ryan.
1: Wow. Okay. All right. Here's my top five. Number five, I've seen 50. I've streamed 50 movies this year. Number five, American Sniper. Loved it. Number four, Saving Private Ryan. Number three, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Whoa, whoa. Number two.
0: Whoa. <laughs> whoa, ahead of Saving Private Okay, yep. okay. I, I absolutely loved it. Yep. All right, you know, you're a child to your opinion. I respect that. Mm-hmm. You, you enjoy good comedy okay
1: how saving private ryan is for warm for action war movies is for me 40 year old version for comedies it's okay. Okay. so good <laughs> and number two back to the future oh love that number one aliens
0: wow yep really Yep. And the fact the fact that you've streamed 50 already this year. I remember you went ham from like January to March. When I was looking for a job, all I did was watch movies for like 3 weeks straight. God. So Yeah. That's amazing. It was awesome. Um, um that's I'm it. on 8 I'm at 18 for the year and dude just the past month I've pumped out 10 this just past month. So Hopefully I can get to your level, but I like that. I respect that top five. Besides 4 year old virgin say Brian Ryan, but you know, that's yours. That's your take. It'd be I a hot take, but that's a I think that's people a good might good top might five. Agree. <laughs> um,
1: well, everyone, we love that you guys listened. This is kind of a new format. We got some new additions, got a little bit of upgrades. Do not forget we will post the um the sheet film talk uh, after this episode goes up So go ahead, first come first serve Pick a movie, we'll give you a team And we'll see how the season plays out And the next few weeks We'll be reviewing We'll have a surprise movie review coming out this week And then our big remo- movie review In the next couple weeks will be It
0: Chapter 2 Yep yep. So um, yeah, we're just going to keep going out Into the fall Really excited to get some colder weather And some some good movies here Good movies here in the fall that I'm really, really, actually, genuinely excited to see. Yes, I agree. Well, Keeks, love it. Appreciate you. Uh, great, great, great pod. Great movie news. Just as just, always, dude. Sweet, just TC. stay sweet. You stay sweet. You all also stay sweet. Sweet, sweet.